there and welcome to this episode of the Friends Indeed podcast. I'm Rabbi Joshua Levine Grader, Executive Director of Friends Indeed. Wonderful to have you here today. So Friends Indeed, we are an interfaith organization that we provide uh, supportive services to help uh, folks with critical needs, uh, our most vulnerable neighbors, uh, those experiencing homelessness and poverty here in Pasadena. And uh, we do this in a variety of ways with different programs. And today, I want to bring us an episode of our stories from the street. Sometimes it's uh, talking to uh, clients or guests that come into our programs and if they're willing to uh, share some of their stories. But sometimes I go out on the street, take my phone and try to record some folks if they're willing to talk to me and whatever they're willing to share I just uh, record it and uh, see see how it comes out and then just pretty much upload it here and and share it with you these are folks I don't know sometimes they tell me their name sometimes they don't Uh, but I just think it is important uh, to hear from people in their own words uh, their own experience and um you know, however it is that they want to share. So we'll get to that in just a second. But we are continuing to be challenged here in the city of Pasadena as we try to establish some sort of connection with our elected leaders around creating something more than just a emergency shelter, which we don't even have. Uh, but something around a uh, tiny home village, something around uh, interim uh, housing, motel conversions. And recently there was a committee meeting and the discussion around tiny homes or some sort of interim housing was again brought up. And some of the uh, reactions from the council members uh, were not that positive some saying that uh, we don't think that that's a really good fit for our city. That seems to be a Band-Aid, and we want a more uh, permanent-type solution. Uh, It's not really appropriate. We don't have the room or the space. It's not going to to move us forward uh, in solving this problem. And that's all actually true, but when you hear the folks I'm about to share with you, I think that they would rather be in some sort of interim place, even if it is not where they end up for the rest of their lives, which nobody is saying it would be, hence the term interim. But they'd rather have a roof over their head of some sort than to be staying on the streets trying to uh, survive um, with very little uh, to their name, certainly no shelter, Uh, no safety, no uh, hygiene, and no opportunity for uh, people to to engage them on a regular basis with services because we don't always know where they are. So I'll continue to talk about this, and uh, I appreciate the folks in our in our city who are really activists on this front and trying to uh, continue to put the pressure and keep the pressure on on the mayor, on the city council, on on those uh, folks in our city who 
seemed really uh, dead set against trying something different, something new that is working in other places rather than continuing to just say the same old thing. So let me uh, share with you the first the first story that I, I was able to record is uh, I didn't get this guy's uh, age, but I'd have to guess he was maybe 30. And um, you'll hear what uh, he has to say as he's been on uh, our streets uh, for a little while. All right, tell me a little about your story. Well, when I was 25, I started using 100% Harley and um, I started with meth and uh, drinking, right? And I am like homeless, so ever since then, I can not hold you know, my addiction. I keep doing you know, the same thing over and over, back and back. You know, I go to rehab, I get out, I start over, but then you know, a little you know, after, I start getting high again because my mind is not 100% good anymore. So what I'm trying to do right now is go back to rehab and stay there for at least a year or more. Maybe work with them, you know, and then get into the, the program so I can start helping people out because I couldn't help myself and I didn't let them, I didn't let the rehab, you know, help me 100%. Why? Because I make the wrong decisions. Yeah. And for now, you know, my thinking is just like, you know, hang up for a little bit and make the right decision and go back to rehab. Yeah. Are you, uh, are you, so are you living on the street? I live half of the time on the streets and half of the time, you know, with some family members. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But it's getting worse and worse every day now, you know, because my mind is not, you know, active, you know, like, you know, like a, my mind is not right right now. Either I think about drinking, getting better, so my balance of my mind is not okay. Yeah, yeah. How do you uh, how do you make it out here? How are you holding up out here? It's either go ask for money on the liquor stores. Sometimes you know I just you know hang out, or I go to my family members and get some food, you know take a shower, and then go back to the same thing, drinking, using, and the same lifestyle. Yeah. The using you know and the the, the bad behaviors. You know, being, you know, rude with people, with myself. I don't respect myself. That's the only thing, you know. If I don't respect myself, I cannot respect others, right? If you wanted people to know something, what it's like, you know, out here for you, well, what, what would you tell people? All I can say is that for the young people, you know, that they started, you know, when they grow up, you know, and they start, when they turn 18, basically, most, most of the people, you know, most of the young people, you know what, actually 15, they got to start listening to their parents and take a good advice because if they don't take the good advice, you know, in this life, guess what's going to happen? Either they're going to end up on the streets or in jail. And they're, they're going to be lucky if they end up in jail because some people die before they go to jail. Some people go to the hospital, they go to 5150. I've been in 5150 on myself. And trust me, it's not a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Being in 5150 is the worst. It's That's a, nice a psychiatric hold, 5150. Yeah. And then once you get on the paper... That's it, you're done. People won't believe you anymore. They won't take you serious. Jobs won't take you serious. And it's over. Right. So I recommend, you know, for the young people to stay good, go to school, and do something productive in their lives. Otherwise, they're going to die, basically, or end up in a hospital, in a psychiatrist. Yeah. And that's it. There's no other way. I appreciate you taking some time. Hang in there. No problem. All right. All right. So that was one gentleman that I had a chance to talk to. And um, so in this case, he uh, did have an addiction problem, and uh, he's 
hoping to get to rehab. I do hope that uh, he is able to make it to that place. Uh, I will say our street outreach team is expanding uh, starting next week, and so I'm really thrilled that we're going to have a substance abuse specialist uh, added to our team so that someone like this who is uh, ready and willing uh, to to give it a try uh, to be in rehab and and try and get a hold of things, get a handle on things, that uh, we'll have someone on our staff uh, that uh, we will be able uh, to help them, we hope, or at least be qualified uh, to talk with them. So let's take a quick break, and uh, when we come back, uh, I'll play you one more short story uh, of another gentleman uh, that I met uh, this afternoon. So this is the Friends Indeed podcast. I'm Rabbi Joshua Levine Grader. Thanks for being with us, and we'll be right back. So we are just wrapping up this year's fundraiser, Jazz Encore, and uh, we just want to say thank you to uh, all of our sponsors and to all of those of you who donated so generously and uh, really has made this a very uh, successful uh, event uh, for us. Um, We should have final numbers very soon, but we are definitely uh, north of $230,000, which is uh, amazing. So again, to uh, all the sponsors uh, and all of you who, who participated, in helping us uh, to raise funds uh, to provide our critical needs services. And uh, we were so thrilled to honor some amazing people. So again, congratulations and uh, to our honorees, uh, Dr. Richard Chung, immediate past president of our Friends Indeed board, the Pasadena Jewish Temple and Center, Villa Gardens Retirement Community, and a special volunteer recognition uh, to Lisa and Scott Nelson. So. It is uh, coming to an end, and I hope that uh, you will uh, take a look uh, if you didn't see the videos on our uh, YouTube channel, as well as to look at uh, a Stories from the Street video interview with uh, a former women's room uh, guest and now a board member of Friends Indeed, Barbara Dangerfield. Uh, Really beautiful, amazing uh, uh, interview with her, so check that out. And uh, we're going to get back to it. So thank you all so much. So welcome back. I got one more uh, little piece to share with you. Uh, This gentleman, uh, older gentleman in his, he'll say he's in his 50s, uh, wasn't as talkative as the first guy and um, really kind of run down just had some flip-flops on, a shirt that didn't uh, button up. I gave them some food, but uh, he was looking uh, pretty tired, uh, pretty worn down. Um, and he shared with me a little bit of uh, where he was coming from. So let's uh, take a listen. So, my friend, you want to tell me a little of your, your story? Uh, to tell you the truth, I don't know too much about it. I got shot in the head in New York before I came here. I forgot I had even been here before. You got shot in the head in New York? Yeah. And then how did you make it out here? You don't know? I, I caught the bus here, and I was going to catch a plane from here to Honolulu. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got robbed on the train, and since then, since spring of last year, I've been finding out information. Yeah. 
How long you How long you been You been on the street a year out here? Since spring last year, yeah. Mm-hmm. Were you uh, on the street in New York or no? No, I had an apartment most of the time, and my last two years there, I stayed in Long Island in a hotel. They the shelters are mm-hmm. like three, four star hotels now. Right. <laughs> what, yeah. what made you What made you come out here? Um, my sister died. Oh, I'm sorry. And um, I, I didn't think I had any more family though. Right. Right. So, uh, can I ask you how old you are? Of uh, fifty, fifty-three. What, uh, how, how is it, how have you been hanging in out here on the streets? Yeah, it, it's, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. What, uh, you have plans? You make, you able to think about uh, things you might be able to do going forward? Well, it, I mean, just coming out here, and, I used to have a life out here. I, I didn't even know I've been here before. Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate that, and you know, wishing you, wishing you the best, and hang in there. Yes, sir. All right. So I wasn't sure this gentleman was going to talk to me. He was a little uh, reticent, and unlike the first guy, who was uh, pretty uh, talkative, uh, this gentleman. Uh, didn't want to share uh, too much uh, of what was happening in his life, but this is uh, just two people that are on our streets, and um, just two folks that I found uh, on Lake Avenue. A few other folks I stopped to try to talk to, and they said uh, they didn't want to talk uh, today. One guy told me he would talk, but you know his heart's not into it today, he said, and he really would want his heart to be in it if he was going to talk to me, so... I said, okay, and uh, maybe we'll talk to him another time. So that's it for this episode. Kind of short, but just wanted you to hear a few voices, a few stories uh, from our streets of Pasadena. And again, wouldn't it be wonderful if these folks uh, could be somewhere uh, on their way to some permanent housing or at least on their way to getting some uh, more... Uh, intensive uh, case management services, um, that would be great. So hopefully we will keep working on that together. So that's going to do it for today. This is the Friends Indeed podcast. I'm Rabbi Joshua Levine Grader. If you like this, uh, please go on our website, friendsindeedpas.org. Check us out, learn more, and uh, share this uh, with friends, with family. You can uh, follow us on social media. You can make a donation. And uh, we're just uh, glad to have you as part of the team, part of the family. And uh, thanks for being here. And we will see you next time.